brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello, podders. Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. If this podcast was named after an episode of Friends, it would be called The One Without Matt Dyson. Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Um, Glenn Moore's here. Hello. Producers Mark and Sam are here. Good morning, chaps. Uh, Matt Dyson is not here. Um, Emma Jones is not here because she's in Japan. We know that. She's on holiday. Matt Dyson's not here for reasons that I'm going to try and get him on the phone so he can explain himself. Because I think you need to hear this from the hairy situation's mouth. Yeah, just on paper, it doesn't sound like a good enough excuse to not be here. No. But I'm aware of that it's a major thing. That was exactly my thought when I read the text message he sent me this morning. <laughs> but we're going to get Matt on and we'll get him to explain what on earth's going on and why he's absent from the studio right now. Um, but what I'd like you guys to do is tell me the tale of your weekend in just six words. It's what's the six-word weekend story? Morning glory. And mine is, had a Kevin and Perry moment... Had a Kevin and Perry moment. Yes, six. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good, good of all the team that you're here, Glenn, because you're best placed to understand my feelings. Right, OK. Because on Saturday, uh, we drove to my mum and dad's house, uh-huh. uh, myself, my partner and my daughter, and um, I was able to have a couple of drinks to toast mum and dad's an- wedding anniversary. And then we were driving back, and uh, that meant that my wife was driving and I was sat in the back with Evangeline. So already there's a kind of Kevin and Perry teenage thing going on here with me mm. in the back of the car. Um, and that was when I kind of started to make a little grumble about the fact the new FIFA was out and I haven't got it yet. Why haven't you got it yet? Exactly. Well, that's a separate money, yeah. No, I mean, ex- <laughs> there's a myriad of reasons as to why and I'm not happy with any of them. So um, Sarah Jane, being the mum now, she just goes like, look, there's a Sainsbury's. I won't have it. I won't have it. <laughs> so there's a Sainsbury's here. Let's pull in and get it for you. Like, oh, Vangeline's poo-pooed through her trousers. We should probably change her first. <laughs> look, let's just get your feet, okay? <laughs> so I'm sat in the back. Uh, so we pull up. I stay in the, in the car with Evangeline. And Sarah Jane goes into Sainsbury's. And ten minutes later, she comes back, looking very happy, clutching a game in her hand. Oh. It's the Xbox version. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was... I mean, it's like up a Twilight Zone for Twist at the end. Just, there was time now. But she was like, I can't believe I've done this. Obviously, if they had shown all the different versions, I would have known to get the PS4 one, but they were only Xbox ones. I was like, that's because no one likes the Xbox! Also, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a mum thing for Sarah Jane to exactly. do, isn't it? Yeah. You've become a full mum! Why? <laughs> and so then I'm crying, Evangeline's crying. It's, I still haven't got the game. It's a nightmare. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, 6.25 on your Monday. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. We're joining us online one is my good friend Matt Dyson. Hey, Matt. Yeah, all right. So, um, hello. Is, well, we're good here, man. We're having a great show, actually. Yeah. It's been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've been listening on, on Absolute Radio 60s. Yeah, it's been very good, yeah. Oh, thank you, mate. That's good. Well, we miss you, obviously. And, and you're not here for 
a very good reason, and effectively, this is a logistical nightmare. So let, let's start, shall we? For the listeners, would you please contextualise your journey and commute into the studios each morning? Because as we've touched on on the show before, you did choose to move to Dumbledore, uh, where you now now live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so tell everybody what's going on. Better quality of life, better quality of life in the countryside. That's right, Dave. Yeah, and uh, so it takes about. Uh, I drive for about an hour, then I get out of my car and get into a taxi on the edge of the M25 and then get a taxi into the studios in central London. And it was all going well. And I got into the taxi this morning uh, on the way into work, got about a quarter of the way there when I suddenly started getting text messages from my wife, which is where I realised we had a problem. And would you like to tell everybody what that problem is and this problem has led to you being absent from the show this morning? Yes, well, I mean, as a father of three, uh, I am constantly spinning plates, trying to keep everyone happy, keeping my eight, seven-year-old daughter's plate spinning. Oh, just keep an eye on my five-year-old daughter's plate, keep that one spinning, keep my wife's plate spinning, keep the baby's plate spinning, and occasionally... One or two plates come crashing down okay. to the floor. Okay, you're not in, so, you're not in marriage counselling, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, he's saying this in the most diplomatic way possible. We're not offended, Matt. Honestly, yeah, yeah. you can be as candid as you want. So, so effectively, before we get into this, given given that whole monologue there, this is your fault. So, <laughs> well, no, look, I don't know whose fault it is. I think it's both of our fault. But Katie got up to feed Ted at five in the morning realised it, it was the last lot of milk powder that we had and we were about to run out. Our village shop does not sell milk powder. No, there your is village no shop way. is is so remote, it sells powdered egg, I think, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jezebel's amazing yeah. ointments for almonds. Unctions yeah. <laughs> and poultices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just some lungs <laughs> and a jar. <laughs> they don't sell milk powder. Uh, there's no way I can get, I can't get Amazon to deliver milk powder any time quick enough for the feed at seven o'clock. And she's got to do the school run and all that. So, so Matt I, Dyson, I, I had to turn around. <laughs> what happens? I had to stop the taxi driver, make him do a U-turn, go back to my car, and then bomb back up the M1, where I've just stopped at a service station and gone to a WH Smith. And they don't sell baby milk. No, of course they don't sell pencils. Yeah, they might have books about it. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get a parenting magazine, that's the place to go. And look what it says on page one. Always have enough milk in your house, particularly if you live in Dumbledore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's the only shop open in there. McDonald's is open. Oh, great. That McDonald's is open. Not that time for that. The will sell baby milk. is not open because it's only half six. Um, so so what, where I'm are now you now? Are you in your own car pulled up? I'm are you sat outside of WH Smith's on your own? I, yes, yes. <laughs> and the windows are steaming up because I'm warm and the car's cold. And look, I, uh, I now have to drive further to find a shop that is open that sells baby milk because he needs his feed at seven so I've got half an hour um, oh my god you, so then you're going <laughs> to then you're going to get the baby milk you're going to then drive it home give it to, yes. to Ted and then yes. then what's the plan the plan I think I don't know I'm going to come to the show I don't really know I'm going to look once I've got the milk 
I'll have to check in with you to see whether it's worth me coming back in because it's going to take me ages. Rush hour traffic on the M1 is going to hold me up. This is the weirdest reason I've ever had for not coming into a show. <laughs> um, and it's basically down to my bad planning. I thought we had another big tin of baby powder. In oh, the here we go. Yeah. Didn't have to dig Turns around too happened. long until we uncovered <laughs> the truth. Turns out we haven't, and I was there happy as Larry last night, nice and relaxed, watched the film and chilled out without realising that this was all waiting for me in the morning. This is, you know, this is what happens when you become a parent. Well, no, it's what happens when you move to where you do. Like, if Dave or I, if we, if we left anything at home, we could be back by the time Wonderwall's finished and you've essentially got to book flights. <laughs> hey. He's got a point. Well, you'd, you would also have 24-hour shops open that would sell milk as well, I'd imagine. Yes. But, you know, you just got to be prepared. And majority of the time, I am prepared. I have everything. I spin all the plates. Yeah, we yeah, know. Let's, we know. Yeah, let's talk about all the times you did buy milk. That's great. Occasionally, they crash down. Yeah. You know the real loser in this is, don't you? Your poor, starving son. That, but don't think about that. Don't, don't let that dwell on your, on your mind. I think I'm doing. I'm trying to get him knocked out. You two city boys. It is Matt. Dyson's powdered milk-based disaster live on The Breakfast Show. Matt, genuinely, we wish you the best of luck and we do want you to check back in. As soon as you have got the milk, call back into the show, please. I am now pulling away from the WH Smith. See you in a bit. <laughs> OK, good luck, my friends. Good luck to you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. As Matt Dyson sits alone in a car parked up outside of WH Smith just off the M11, it is time for your social ammo with Glenn Moore. Glenn, what's going on out there? Well, a German court has ruled that hangovers are an illness, which is great news because it means you can, in this particular part of Germany, if you've got a hangover, then it's a legitimate reason to be able to ring up your workplace and say, I can't come in today. But isn't that a self-inflicted illness? Isn't that a little bit like me going into, you know, a nursery and breathing in all the germs, having a cold and taking the day off? Yes, but you, you'd still need to take the day off, right? If you did that, we wouldn't want to be in the same room as you. No. For a number of reasons. And you don't want to be in the same room as me when I'm hungover. No, I'm no, a I'm still, we're still, Also, we're still behind the plate of glass here. You and I are already not in the same room. But I think that's legitimate, even if it is a self-inflicted... Like, if I deliberately broke both of my legs, I still can't come in tomorrow... Yes, but to say to your employer, I've mm. deliberately broken both my legs so I can't come in, it's like the end of Escape to Victory where the guy has to break his arms so Sylvester Stallone can play in goal. Yeah, but... You've thrown yourself on your own sword. Yeah, but I, st I still can't, I can't come, come in. in. I've, yeah, I've, exactly. I've got a sword in me, I can't come exactly. in. Exactly, I think that's fair enough. And uh, this is... OK, right, if anyone's eating, you've got to... You have to stop. OK. There's, all right, so there's a, there's a Marine who did a really extreme uh, race a while back in which he got frostbite and lost a couple of his toes. Now, he heard about... Did he a, take a day off work? I I'm sure, yeah, self-inflicted. <laughs> so, he heard about this uh, hotel, which has a particular sort of cocktail challenge in which they have a mummified toe in the drink. And that's like a tradition they've had since the 70s. And, like, you don't... You obviously don't consume the toe, but the toe's in the same drink. The toe just adds a little... Yes, a little, a little something, yeah. yeah. So, he has donated three of his toes to the hotel, and to give it a go, he drank a cocktail which had his own... <laughs> toe in it but the the, the, the troubling thing is I so much that I had my own toe in my drink I don't even know I got there I can't the, the really, it's like over behind my head the really troubling thing is this is a tradition that the hotels had since like the 70s but they said that he, they needed to have new toes donated because they said a lot of them had either been stolen or 
for worst possible thing you think could possibly happen. Not accidentally swallow yeah. down. Yeah. They kept on losing toes because that kept on happening. So people didn't... How can people not know the etiquette of having a toe-based... Yeah, just, in this Leave day it age, in there, yeah. Have it with a meat dish, not it's fish. Like, yeah, when you, you have a, when you have a Jaeger bomb, you don't drink the shot glass. <laughs> oh, hang on. No, <laughs> no note to self. Um, so where is this hotel? Uh, so this hotel is in... Uh, it's in Yukon, uh, which is in... Uh, Googling it, now. Uh, is, no, I'm going through the roller decks in my mind. It's in Canada. <laughs> Canada. Canada. Yeah, which I assumed it would be somewhere like, I don't know, not one of like the major countries everyone's heard of. No, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be in one of the most obscure places. It used to be Russia. It used yeah. to be, it's where hostels yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's that place, isn't it? So I think it's absolutely crazy. Anyway, we're keeping you updated with everything trending, even without Dyson social ammo's never ended. Yeah. The Very Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Yes, the start of a brand new week. And all this week on Home Time, Bush and Richie are giving you a chance to win a phone that you really, really love, and a whole bunch of cash. That's right, kids. Uh, Richie's gone onto the streets to survey 100 members of the public about their phone habits. 52% of those surveyed, get this, said they definitely nicked the idea from a popular TV game show. 48% said it was merely a tribute, so that's nice. Uh, so tune in for Family Phone Tunes. Come, kids. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's Monday. <laughs> All the, yeah, they're tired, bless them. All this week on Home Time with Bush and Ritchie and Tesco Mobile, Every Little Helps. That's one of the great pieces of voiceover work, isn't it, if you can get it, that Every Little Helps at the end of Tesco Mobile. Mm. Tesco Mobile, Every Little Helps. Oh, that's good. Glenn, do you want to give it a go? Tesco Mobile, Every Little Helps. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. That is nice. I tweeted this yesterday. I'm in admiration, speaking of voiceover work, of the playful, nonchalant style of delivery the voiceover artist has deployed for the Get Ready for Brexit TV ad. Have yeah. you seen that yet? Yeah, yeah. So it's just so casual. Hey, Jackie, you're in agriculture. Check out the website. Well, don't. <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah, if you've got a spare moment. Yeah, look, just... It's a rainy it, night. Give it a little look. Uh, see you later, Jackie. Take care now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Rumours are reaching us that he has managed to successfully get the milk for his son, Ted. And now he is just having the short two-hour drive home. <laughs> he decided to live in the middle of nowhere. Will he make it to the show? Find out on the show. Uh, what I want to do right now, though, is a classic game of complete the sentence. This is a great way of getting to know what's going on in your minds. Because the sentence is, is it weird that I... And this was the feature that, of course, found a listener who had a favourite ring on the hob. It was mm. back left. So we brought it back. We haven't done this in a long while. Um, when you type, is it weird that I into Google, these are the top search results, okay. the things that pop up. Is it weird that I like the smell of my own sweat? Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. If it's your own, if it was someone else's, that's weird. Mm. Is it weird that I like my cousin? What, I like my way? cousin. I don't know. I mean, I like both my cousins. That's no, normal to hate your cousin. <laughs> that's the default option. <laughs> Do you hate your cousin? No. Is it weird that I don't watch TV? Is it weird that I don't dream? Is it weird I don't take selfies? That is in the top Google searches for is it weird that I... And is it weird that I don't swear is the final one. That's your kind of top six or seven searches. The, the only one that's weird out of those is is it weird that I don't dream? Yeah. I think that's the only weird one. 
some people do dream, but they don't remember their dreams. So they, they everyone are did. You just don't. Yeah, you don't remember them, but you know, you know it happened. I'm one of those freaky people who can remember his dreams. Do you write down in a dream journal? Is that what it is? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> do that. I'm often. I'm often wandering around the kind of the back of a hotel. I'm always in. I'm always lost in the corridors behind the scenes of a hotel. And then I, I like Jack Nicholson just just swinging your axe. It's, it's a, in the show. <laughs> All work and no play makes Dave a dull boy. That's what I'm writing on the typewriter. Is it weird? Oh, this is from me. This okay. isn't from Google. Now, where we broadcast you from is a, a beautiful, quiet little square just at the back of Carnaby Street, London's iconic Carnaby Street. And there is, from the studio windows, which is on the third floor, we have a view of an art installation, which is a series of horizontal bars of light that flash up different colours. And they, they're kind of randomised, and then they'll go full all the way up. And we can see it from here. You see it, Glenn? Don't you? Yeah. Is that an art installation? I believe so, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just some neon. Signage. Like one of, you know, just a Soho club or something. No, it's, it's a, I think there's a clothes shop beneath it. It's actually it, modern art. I believe it is modern art, but I can't look away from that until I've seen it go all purple. Are you missing it? Uh, there, there. Oh. I, have to wait, I have to wait for that. How, how often is it? Is it like once a day and you spend 23 hours just staring, going, come on, I've, just let I've me been get home? perilously close to missing t- a talkie bit <laughs> by staring out of the window. It's going gold, it's going green, it's going blue. I'm going, come on, purple. Then I see it and I'm able to carry on. Uh, it's, it's, to be honest, it's quite frequent. It's happened twice. I've never noticed it before. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's, it's weird that I have to wait for the purple bit of the eye installation before I can... if you don't? I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> um, but we know there is weirder than that out there. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. On line one, we have Bonnie. Bonnie, is it weird that I... Have to use six pieces of individual toilet paper when I go for a week. <laughs> well, I didn't see that coming, Bonnie. <laughs> I probably should have checked in on you before we went live. Um, so, follow-up questions. Uh, let me think. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You're good for follow-up questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to just leave it there. Um, Bonnie, when, when did this start happening? Is this a new revelation or is this something you've had since no, childhood? It's been happening for a few years now. And is it? Are you put? Are you taking it off the roll and counting one, two, three, four, five, six as the, as it's it unfurls? It's not a roll. It's the individual sheets that are in a holder. It's a one sheeter. Ah, mm. um, okay. Well, this can often mm. lead to these kind of issues. Yeah. Um, so I presume you you don't need six. No, <laughs> definitely don't need six. No, no. Definitely no. not. So you got to think about the environment, really, Bonnie. That's. Well, what... I, I do try sometimes to use less, but it just. It upsets my head for the rest of the time. It just freaks me out. Okay, and may I ask, how often are you having these rest breaks at work? How many times per shift? Oh, well, I do 12-hour shifts, you see, so there's quite a few occasions that I have to go. Okay, so, I mean, what, with 6, 12, 18? Oh, I've got the blackboard out, don't worry. Okay. I'm just trying to watch what's up at the moment. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do the maths behind this, Bonnie, and we'll get back in touch with you. But for now, have a lovely day, and thank you for tuning in to the show. Thanks very much. Cheers, Bye. Bonnie. Take care. Lots of love. So there we go. Is it weird that I, Fitzy says, keep crisps in the fridge? Glenmore. Oh, why? There you go. <laughs> the Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So... Cara, finish the sentence. Is it weird that I... I'm sexually attracted to Pennywise the Clown. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 
list. The new one, the new one, not the old one. Oh, don't that's say that's it. Fine. Like, that's fine. That's fine if you're not attracted to Tim Curry. Tim Curry. His, his head is enormous. <laughs> he looks like a vase. Hey, man, this, 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 is what makes, this is what makes the world a wonderful place, Glenn. We're all attracted to different things. We're not here to question Cara's choice. I mean, do you mean, do you actually mean Pennywise the Clown or the very handsome actor who portrays him, um, Bill Skarsgård? No, just Pennywise. Just Pennywise the clown. <laughs> um, and when when did this uh, did this come about with the new movies? Uh, did you have anything new, at all the for the movie. old old movies? No, no, I never even saw the the old movie. But when I saw the new one, I just whenever he was on the screen, I just goosebumps from top to bottom. And then when he was not on the screen, I would be sad, and I wanted to see him again. Wow. That's exactly what the filmmakers were going for. Mm. <laughs> yes, heartthrob. Pennywise cool. a clown, the heartthrob. Cool guy, stable job, is a clown, lives in a sewer. He's got his own place. <laughs> got loads of people always coming yeah. around. <laughs> um, OK, well, do you know what, Cara? Hang on. What, does this do anything for you? Oh, well, I'm Pennywise the dancing clown. Yes. Do you want a balloon too, Georgie? I'll have what she's having. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 let's have that one more time, shall we? Oh, well, I'm Pennywise the dancing clown. Dancing clown. You want a balloon too, Georgie? Dancing clown. Dancing clown. <laughs> yeah, you like that, Cara? You like that? I love that. Oh, yeah. I love it. You, you sorted me out on this Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Cara, have a lovely day. Sounds like you're going <laughs> to... <laughs> right, uh, that's the last time we ever do Is It Weird That I? <laughs> Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio with Wix. Yes, it is time for another round of radio's easiest game to play, yet the hardest one to win. Five words, five grand. And giving it a go this morning, online one, is Julie. Good morning, Julie, and welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Excellent. It's lovely having you on. Um, I can't believe this has happened, but um, I know you've been talking with exec producer Mark off-air, and mm. there were two members of the team that you would love to be playing along with this morning... One was Emma, the other was Matt. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> um, Emma is, of course, in Tokyo. We have had her live from Japan on the show already for Five Words, Five Grand. We thought we'd leave her alone now to enjoy her holiday. Uh, Matt Dyson, if you're just joining us, is having a powdered milk-based disaster. More from him a little later. Which means we don't need to spin the random player generator because by default, Julie, you're playing with Glenn. Okay, that's fine. Sorry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, if you could please adorn the pink fluffy unicorn headphones to drown out all of Julie's answers. Julie, here's the skinny. I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that pops into your head will give Glenn Moore the same five words. If all five match, you win £5,000. That's five words, five grand, five. Are you ready? Okay, I am. Good luck, Julie. Thank you. Your first word this morning is... Future. Self. Orange. Juice. Nice, nice. Boat. Sail. Oh, God. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Penultimate word this morning, Julie, is minute. Clock. And finally, bottle. 
top. Nicely done, Julie. There we go. There are your five Thank words. You. Wait right there. We'll get Glenn's next. Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio. With Wix. Julie, the time has come. OK. okay. <laughs> How are you feeling? Uh, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> OK, OK, OK. Well, I'm fine. <laughs> That's good, Glenn. I'm counting on you, Glenn. Thanks. OK. All right, no pressure. No pressure, even though Julia was desperate to play with either Emma or Matt. Yes, thank you for you reminding me. You need to prove me. me wrong now, Glenn. Come on. This is, it's all on you, Glenn. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get down to business, right. shall we? First word this morning was... Future. Past. Self. Future self. Glenn. Sorry. Future self. I like that positive mental attitude of future self, always improving, striving to be a better person. Mm. My future self. Okay. Your future self should have said pass, though, unfortunately, Julie, because I know. I know. it means you're not going to win five grand this morning. But can we go through the rest of the words? Go on, then. Let's Thanks. do it. Orange. Juice. Correct. Yes. Boat. Trip. Sail. Um. Boat sail. Sail a boat, or you have a sail on a boat. Mm -hmm. Minute, hour, clock. And finally, I think this is going to be two out of five. All right. Bottle, top, correct. Yes. You matched two out of five with Glenn this morning, Julie. But the best thing is, it's been lovely having you on the show. Enjoy the thank rest you. of your day, and thank you very much indeed for tuning in. And this, of course, means that Five Words, Five Grand returns tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on your Monday morning, where, as promised, we are joined now by a dear friend of the show and a fantastic comedian who's got a brand new tour coming. Comedian, actor and writer, Rob Beckett. Good Hello. morning, Rob. Thanks for having me back. It's amazing to have you back. And, in fact, I was thinking about this as you were making your way in. Yeah. You came on the show about a year ago... Yes. ...to tell everybody you were going to be going on tour with Wallop... <laughs> Even though you hadn't even written it yet. <gasps> I don't know, What a bold move. Well, what, what happened was, we booked the rooms and it went on sale a year ago. And then I was like, why put it on sale? I was like, well, it's booked, so it might as well... There's no point having something that you can buy but not letting people buy it. Um, but yeah, so I'm actually starting, like, next week. And I've written it. It so is fine. Panic what? over. Well done, those people. <laughs> Early adopters. So the, yeah. the tour's called Wallop. Yes. And you have... Well, you've just said it just now, but you said it's amongst the best stuff you've ever written. It's definitely the best I've, I've ever done because, you know, I've, I've only been a comedian for 10 years since my first ever gig. But I didn't know you put the funniest bit of a joke at the end until about year five of comedy, <laughs> right? Everyone loves humour that peters out, <laughs> Rob. I've always, I've always thought that. My favourite comedians always just peter out yeah. at the end. And I went, oh, that makes sense. Finish on a big laugh. But I'll sort of just go winging it with like a sort of bluster. And I'm, I'm funny, but I'm learning how to put it into words and into concepts. Where, and I feel I've worked really hard. I've done more previews than I've ever done on any tour. And I'm at this point now where I'm so confident in it and I cannot wait to get out there because there's no better feeling when you've done your own work, you've worked really hard on something and you know it's as good as it can be and then you just go out and give it your all as you walk out in front of like two, 3,000 people around the country so I cannot wait it's like I've yeah. got a thirst to do it and I just can't I can't wait to get it quenched it's the perfect <laughs> storm it's the perfect storm your face when you say quenched Quench. will live with me a long Wallop. time <laughs> <laughs> oh I felt like a sort of weird pervert when I said quenched dirty old quench quench Qu that could be used as that a derogatory you dirty old quench <laughs> oh 
come on, get off me, you old quench. Don't talk to him, he's a total quench. Oh, God, this quenchy-looking geezer come up. <laughs> um, so what are you covering off? You say you've had this time to write it and prepare yeah. it and you're so happy with it, which is great to hear, as I say. But what, what topics are you touching on? What's happened? I love the bit about the trousers being pulled up. Like last time yeah. I saw you was at the Palladium. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. A, good, a great piece of visual and physical comedy well, yeah. with that. It's, I don't really do anything too rude or out there. Like, and that's not out of choice. It's just what people laugh at most. And, I, you know, I want to get as many laughs as possible. And I love the fact that I can make a whole family laugh. A lot of it is about family. And I've always had a go at my posh in-laws and in my working class family. So it's a lot about that. But now my kids are this weird mix of both of So I've, I've talked about me experience, but they are that now. So, like, my daughter's like, Daddy, please give us a water. <laughs> and my wife's telling me, go, tell her off. I'm like, what's well, our talk? Who knew? I, I have a very similar situation in, in my family at the moment. Um, my, my wife and her family are relatively well-to-do, whereas, yeah. you know, my, my parents are from south-east London. But wall is the one that gets served. Wall. wall. Look yeah. at the wall. The wall. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying we should hang that on the wall. Yeah. Sarah Jane's like, please stop saying wall. <laughs> That's how I say it. I can't help. You don't even realise you're doing it, do you? Um, speaking of my wife, I have to ask you this while I've got yes. you here. Um, is there going to be more celebs go dating? It's one of our favourite television treats. Anything with Lee Ryan in it, I'm going to watch. Sorry, Lee Ryan from Blue. <laughs> Lee Ryan from Blue. LRFB. But you just escalate it into a whole new yeah. realm. Is it fun to do? Uh, I love it. It's so it's so much fun. It feels like, you know, you just shout at the telly you're at home. <laughs> yeah. It's like they let me do that. I think that's coming back in the new year because you just finished one but also I'm doing a new show called Savage Socials on okay. E4 which starts on uh, the last Sunday in September what's it about? 10 o'clock E4 and it's about taking celebrity social media pages so that then we can package it and put it on at the end of the week and I'm doing the VO that sounds like a must watch uh, Rob stay around because up next I'd like to put you through the ringer with a round of showbiz scenarios oh okay I love a showbiz ringer let's do it the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio Rob Beckett is here quench um, in- <laughs> I'm quenching it up on the airways, mate. <laughs> uh, about to embark on a brand new stand-up tour called Wallop. Uh, loads of venues up and down the country. Uh, go on to uh, Rob's website to find out uh, where he, when he's going to be near you. But right now it is time for showbiz scenarios. I've yes. got some hypothetical scenarios and I've got people from your actual life. Sure. And you have to tell me who you think is best suited for this hypothetical situation. Brilliant. And the first one, as always, is there's a body in the boot of the car. Yep. Which of the following people do you call for help or Okay, why? what state is the body in? It's gone, yeah? Well, you, this you can make your <laughs> own right, decisions. Okay. Other guests do. All right, okay, yeah. Body in the boot of the body car. Body in the boot of the car, all right. Jerry Horner, Ramesh or Ian Wright? Right. The, Jerry is an instant... Inst- she's gone. She's not getting involved in this whatsoever. One, she's little. She ain't going to lift anything. Yeah. Uh, and also, she'll tell everyone about it. She's, she likes to chat, old Jill. <laughs> so, Jerry Horner's out on that one. Uh, Ramesh and Ian Wright. I'd say Ian Wright. He's got a bit more... Busyness about him, but Ramesh, he's a bit lumbering, isn't he? He's not dynamic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, he also southeast London, he probably knows some people still. (laughs) He's lived a life. You're on trial in Thailand. Sure. Again? (laughs) God, stop bringing up old news stories, Dave. (laughs) That's my path. It's got left behind me. Who do you choose as your defence lawyer? Okay. And why? Shania Twain. Sure. How's her tie, do you know? I'm not sure. Not sure, right. Lorraine okay. Kelly or Arsene Wenger? Right, okay. Well, Arsene Wenger, you think he's a bit, he looks intelligent. No, no offence to Shania and Lorraine, but, you know. <laughs> well, I the think... actor playing Lorraine. 
<laughs> oh yeah, Constance, he's not a real person, is she? Forgot about that. But Wenger looks like he, you know, he's a bit professor. He looks like he's got the. He holds himself like he's he knows the law, but he 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 may just say, "My defence, I didn't see it." Because he's known for that, and I don't want my main defence to be Arsene Wenger didn't see it. And you know, um, four years in a nick, it's like a trophy, isn't it? He lost fourth place. <laughs> But um, so I, I think Lorraine. I've worked with her. She backed me up. Yeah. And I think who has ever said to Lorraine, "You're lying." She's a char- she's a she's truth-telling a, charmer. She's a truth-telling charmer. Mm. Exactly, Dave. Yeah. Very well put. And I think she is the one of the most likable, engaging, lovely people I've ever met. I think she could turn a Thai jury round. Whatever the case. <laughs> Okay. What was the case out of interest? I, I won't go into it. Nah, okay, you go, you yeah. know you know what you did. Yeah, I did. You yeah. know what you I did. did. Yeah, well, it's hard to know. It was dark. Rob, it's been great seeing you. Um, I'm so pleased that you're so thrilled about the Wallop Tour, which, as I say, if you go to Rob's website, you can find out where he's going to be, when he's going to be near you, should I say. Yeah. Go and check it out. Rob, thank you very much. Thank you being. so much, Dave. Cheers, Rob. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Where this morning, when we all arrived at the studios around quarter to six, um, it turned out that our very own Matt Dyson was facing a little bit of a dilemma. We called him, this is what went down. I got into the taxi this morning uh, on the way into work, got about a quarter of the way there, when I suddenly started getting text messages from my wife, which is where I realised we had a problem. Katie got up to feed Ted at five in the morning, realised it was the last lot of milk powder that we had and we were about to run out. I had to stop the taxi driver, go back to my car and then bomb back up the M1 where I've just stopped at a service station and gone to a WH Smith and they don't sell baby milk. I now have to drive further to find a shop that is open that sells baby milk because he needs his feed at seven so I've got half an hour. This is all, of course, because Matt decided to move to the middle of nowhere, which is why he hasn't mm. been on the show at all this morning. But he is on line one. Good morning, Matt Dyson. Hello, Dave. Hello. So, everybody's waiting with bated breath. Did you manage to find some powdered milk for your wee lad? I did indeed. Dad of the year right there. Woohoo. Yes, I found a Tesco that opened at six in the morning. I mean, it's worth pointing out that part of the reason I had to do it, the village shop doesn't sell baby milk and Katie can't drive. So she's stranded in the middle of nowhere, as you put it. So that's why this crisis came about. But the great upside of it all is that I've got to do the school run with the other So I'm about to leave the house and go up to school, having got them up, fed them breakfast, brushed their hair and got them dressed and brushed their teeth and all that. So what a fun morning I've had. Say hello to Uncle Dave, Bessie. Say hello to Uncle Dave. Don't go mute. Hello, Bess. (laughs) Hello, darling. Say hello to Uncle Dave. Say hello to Uncle Dave. They've both gone shy. Oh, bless them. Okay, well, this is nice that Daddy's at home for the school run. Yeah, they're delighted, as you can tell. Yeah, absolutely delighted. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't said a word since you got back at 6.30am. Uh, we got donuts. We got sent donuts yeah, with your face on great. them. Lovely stuff. The one day, the one day we get sent donuts, this happens. <laughs> Typical. So, um, Typical. Matt, I, I don't want to be chucking a hand grenade into your long and loving marriage, but who's at fault here? Well, I mean, look... I didn't realise we were running low on milk powder. Mm. Um, they turned out I needed to do Katie. But 
Uh, oh, she's listening upstairs. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, last night we had a guest staying at the weekend, so I took Laura back to the train station around six o'clock when Ted went to bed. So the last person to give him milk was Katie, who would have noticed the milk had a level uh, and should have alerted me, and I could have gone to the shop on the way back, and this crisis would have been averted. But, you know, she's got a, she tells a different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's upstairs in the shower. Right. Okay, well, she's more than welcome to come on air and tell her side of things if you're up for that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that it would be all right. Thanks. Okay. Um, but don't, don't worry, I've got some good news for you. What is it? Uh, we've spoke to the bosses and we are going to go ahead and have the post-show Monday meeting, so we'll see you at 10 <laughs> o'clock for that, Okay. Great. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, come <laughs> call me in, please. <laughs> uh, Matt, send our love to your family and we'll see you tomorrow morning, I hope. Say bye, Uncle Dave. Bye. Bye, girls. <laughs> bye. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Every single day this week on The Breakfast Show, we're giving you a chance to win a dream holiday to New Zealand and £1,000 cash. Mmm. This is the New Zealand background music, everyone. Making its debut on the show. Mm. Michael Bolton-esque. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they were going for. Echoes of Jimmy Nail. Echoes. It's nice, isn't it? Uh, Absolute Radio's very own Sarah Champion flew out to New Zealand to <clears throat> work. Yeah, sure. And to see how good a Kiwi she could become. And she's on the line right now. Kiora, Sarah Champion. Oh, Kiora, Dave. How are you? Very good, thank you. More importantly, how are you and what have you been getting up to? Oh, do you know what? It's been an absolute dream. So genuinely, about 10 years ago, I wrote a bucket list, right, of places I really wanted to go in the world. New Zealand was top of that bucket list. And day one... Oh, it's just been an absolute dream. So we've started in uh, Kaikoura in New Zealand's South Island. The scenery is stunning. We've been out on a, a boat in the sunshine, the backdrop of snow-capped mountains, oh. and then the boat is suddenly surrounded by dolphins oh. swimming right up to the boat. They're, like, really playful. We spotted a whale. We saw wandering albatross swooping down right by us, New Zealand fur seals. Genuinely, it's just been magical. It's been magical. It's just seeing all this wildlife, you know, in, in their natural habitat. Just spectacular. Look at you using your words as a paintbrush. That was incredible imagery, <laughs> Champers. That was amazing. Well, thank you. You haven't been touching any of the New Zealand Servian Blanc, it seems. You're bang on it. This is great. <laughs> so on point. I'm so impressed. Oh, I've been, <laughs> I've been touching the Sauvignon Blanc. Don't you worry about that, Dave. Um, so what you're going to be doing every single day this week on The Breakfast Show is you're going to be taking on some challenges to see how good a Kiwi you can become. And um, you've got a different host each morning setting the challenge for you. And, and this is what we've got for you today. Kia ora, Dave and team. It's Chantel here, and I'm in the beautiful town of Kaikoura, which is home to loads of incredible marine mammals like whales and dolphins. I'm going to see how good a Kiwi Sarah is and put her to the test with some Kaikoura animal trivia. But how many questions do you think she got right in 30 seconds? Well, thank you very much indeed. Animal trivia it is. What I can tell you 
is that Sarah Champion was able to answer five questions in total within 30 seconds. But what I need to know is, how many do you think she got right? I am looking for two callers. So if you fancy winning that incredible trip to New Zealand, plus £1,000, give us a call right now. 0330 123 1215. Lines will close at... 8.45. Thank you very much indeed, producer Mark. Champers, we'll talk to you next. Is that OK? Yeah, fine by me. Stay right there. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So every single day this week on the show, your chance to win £1,000 and boom, the chance of winning a dream holiday to New Zealand. Sarah Champion is coming to us live every single morning where she'll meet a brand new host and take on a challenge set by said host to see how good a Kiwi she can become. And today's challenge, as we just established, was a Kaikoura-based animal quiz. I told you that Champers was able to answer a total of five questions in 30 seconds, but how many did she get right? On line one is Fiona. Good morning, Fiona. Hi, guys. How are you doing? I'm okay, thank you. You sound so excited. I love that in a person. <laughs> it's Monday for heaven's sake, Fiona. Um, yeah. So you're on That's the show. Lucky one. What are yeah. you going with? What number? How many questions? Four, Four, Four. correct answers yeah. from Champers. Yeah. Okay. Online two, we've got Morag. Good morning, Morag. Morning, guys. How are you? Hey, very good. Thanks for asking. How are you on your Monday? I'm very well, thank you. It's a holiday weekend up here and it's very cold. Of course it is. Well done to everybody in Scotland. Enjoy. Um, so, Morag, what are you going for? Fiona's gone for four, um, you're going for? Two. You're going for two. OK, in that case, let's find out how Champers did at her challenge. OK, Sarah, it's time to show off your local knowledge and see how good a Kiwi you've become. You've got 30 seconds to get as many questions right as possible. Are you ready? I mean, can I just say, it was distracting today, and I was listening to every word you said, but suddenly someone would go, Dolphins! So I might not have 100%. Excuses in early. Well, just sit out and okay. see how you go. <laughs> Your time starts now. Kaikoura is an amazing place to spot our beautiful native dusky dolphins, but what is a collective noun for a group of dolphins? Pod. Pod. What is the maximum length that a male dusky dolphin will grow to? Uh, two metres? Mm. In Māori, the name Kaikoura means to eat something. What kind of seafood is something referred to? Crayfish. Kaikoura is the home to a playful New Zealand fur seal, but how long can they dive underwater for? Ten minutes. Kaikoura is also famous for its incredible birds, including albatross, but how many species of albatross live here? Twelve. <laughs> oh, unfortunately we're out of time. Oh, no, how does it go? I don't feel, I don't feel confident. <laughs> I do not feel confident on that. So you answered five questions, two of which were correct. Oh, that's dreadful. Morag, you've won a thousand pounds. Congratulations. Spot on with two correct answers. You are going oh, into the draw so to win a holiday to New Zealand. Have you ever been to New Zealand? Oh, no, I have not. That would be fantastic. Well, Champers <laughs> is on the line, live from New Zealand. Sarah Champion, I love that you got your excuses in early there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and well done, Morag, for having no faith in me whatsoever. That was well-placed no faith. <laughs> uh, Morag, it's been lovely having you on the show, as it was Fiona. Enjoy your winnings, enjoy your bank holiday weekend, and you'll be talking possibly to Sarah Champion on her show this coming Saturday when you could be winning your way to New Zealand. So congratulations once again. Champers! Yes. You said you got distracted. You weren't really paying attention to what you were being told because Kaikoda is such a beautiful part of the world. 
That's the problem. I mean, that, that is the problem because we'd be, you know, the hosts are so, like, they're so friendly, you just heard, and, you know, they really know their stuff, but halfway through telling us, you know, how long a seal can hold its breath for or a dolphin or whatever, you know, there'd suddenly be a whale uh, appear from out of nowhere. Yeah. So it was distracting, but in the best possible way. It was just how questioning your voice went up at one of those answering, 12? <laughs> is that I a know. number? Um, so what are you going to be getting up to? Will it be tomorrow, today for you? I don't know where, where we're at time difference-wise, but what, what you got coming up next? Well, we're exactly 12 hours ahead, so it works out. The time checks are going to work for my show on the weekend, <laughs> so that's good. Uh, tomorrow we are in Rotorua, which is on the North Island. Uh, we're heading to a centre for Maori culture tomorrow, where I will be learning some Maori. So, so far, all I've got is Kiora. Anything more than that will be a bonus. Even I've got that, and that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will speak to you tomorrow, Sarah. Have a lovely day and send our love to the team out there as well, won't you? Will do. Cheers. Cheers now. Lots of love. Take care. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time for the Daily Smash. For those of you who tune in all show long, firstly, thank you very much indeed. Um, and secondly, you'll know about this horrific story that Glenn furnished us with during the social ammo. But for those of you who have just tuned in, remind everybody what people are drinking, Glenn. Okay, so there is a, a hotel and bar in Canada where they're, and for years they've done this since the 70s, where you can drink a cocktail that has a mummified human toe in it. And what happened was a Marine who lost three toes during a very extreme, like more extreme than like Iron Man and all those sort of tough mother things, lost three toes and so decided to donate them to the hotel so they've got extra toes because they keep losing them. Uh, and so he drank a drink with his own toe in it. There's a lot to take in. Yeah. Happy Monday. <laughs> So we're smashing together body parts and drinks. <laughs> and obviously there's no Emma, there's no Matt Dyson, so mm. we're doing the heavy lifting here, Glenn, yeah. to use one of your terms. I've got strong toe cider. Nice. I've got budget wine brand Blue Thumb. <laughs> I've got Rythema. <laughs> and 1990s now defunct soft drink Tab Ear. <laughs> So uh, that's that's my offering. Great. Uh, we Glenn and I both came up with a few that we couldn't possibly do. No, no, not all. My dandelion and burdock one was uh, <laughs> something to behold. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> and your Nescafe Gold Blend, very good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, which ones can we broadcast, Glenn? Uh, before Denis might want an apparatus. <laughs> Um, I've also got Long Island iced tea and Captain Morgan's spiced bum. <laughs> there we go. Body parts versus drinks and guns. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. There is a bar in Canada where you can drink a cocktail that contains a mummified human toe. And that is what has inspired the Daily Smash. Body parts versus drinks. Martini from Roy Basildon. Chin and tonic from Dom. Calf a lager, please, mate, from Nige. <laughs> Leg nog from Louise. <laughs> what knees, pale ale from Rob. Lambrini from Dan. Nice. Coca-Tola from Lift Man <laughs> Scott. Margarito from Tonsky. And finally, a little shot of Jaeger bum. And that's come from <laughs> Kurt in Sheffield. Thank you, everybody. That was Body Parts versus Drinks. The Daily Smash with two new topics will return tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Farewell friends. What a start to the week. Thanks very much indeed for being on board the show and particularly to those of you who got in touch with your incredible stories. 
they have lent themselves to some of the suggested names for the daily podcast, which you can download from all the usual places. Uh, when we hear something that we feel would lend itself nicely to a title for the pod, I ring the podcast bell. Interesting little thing about the podcast bell, I posted a picture on Dave underscore Berry underscore Insta of myself trying to look moody, sultry mm. and sexy, only to be ruined by Matt Dyson, I don't know how else to put this, flicking the Vs. <laughs> There's another way of saying it, ruining the photograph. But in the foreground is the bell. And many of the comments underneath Dave underscore Berry underscore Insta thought that the bell was a sound effect that we played out. No, that's real. It's, it's a right real there. bell. It's an integral part of the show. It really is. So, we have rung it four times this morning. Matt's having a powdered milk-based disaster. He did. That's why he's not here. Download the podcast to hear the whole journey. I'll eat you if you eat me. You said that, Glenn. <laughs> yeah, and we're not going to remind people of even what the context was. Use your imagination. Rob Beckett was on the show, and he got a bit obsessed with the word quench. Uh, here, just how obsessed he got by downloading the podcast. But I think top of the pile came courtesy of listener Cara, as we had a little round of finish the sentence, is it weird that I am sexually attracted to Pennywise the Clown? We'll leave you with that. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.